A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Grayson, can I come over after dynamite? After dynamite, <laughs> <laughs> we can hang around talking. Shit. Talking. Shit. Did Tony rediscover his book in ways? Book in ways. Is he all right, or hasn't he slept in? Nine days! <laughs> you know I'm not the little mark that I used to be. I'm all grown up now, Grayson, can't you see? Stu Grayson has got it going He's got on. It going He's on. all elite, and we waited for so long. So Grayson's long. all elite, just like Ty Valkyrie. I know it might be wrong, but I'm, I'm in, in love, love with Stu Grayson. Wrestling? Beautiful. I'm Adam Wilborn. Hey, <laughs> hey you go. Phil James and I'm Nicholas from What Could You Just All the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, I need a bit of a lie down. Before we get into it, um, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to What Could Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we uh, review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT Dupe. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views, premium live We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Nicholas. My thanks to the guys for stepping in last week, especially special guest Jim Ross, apparently. Spending all of what wrestle culture's budget on the big Jim Ross. Wait a second, we've got a budget. All I'm saying is, have you ever seen Jim Ross and Adam Wilborn in the same room? Point. It's a very valid point. That. Just, just asking the questions yeah. that the fans at home want to hear. Hard-hitting journalism, journalism <laughs> baby. I uh, stumbled across today's today's song driving <laughs> driving home at lunch, and I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> Stacy's mom, Stu Grayson." Uh, I'm just really Perfect. happy. Just happy for Stu and for Tyre Valkyrie, who are now both all elite. I realise I'm a complete hypocrite because I've said on numerous occasions, stop signing people, Tony. <laughs> but after Stu's performance on Dynamite and I think the potential that Tyre's got, obviously, within AEW as well, both well-deserved. I don't know if they signed him before or after that match. Yeah. But either way, he was out to prove himself in that match. Um, so, yeah, really good for both of these. I imagine before, you know. I imagine before. Also. Tony Khan's not. It's dead. not just Tony Khan was watching. Going, no. Oh, yeah, he's actually good. That kid can wrestle. <laughs> Here's a contract. He has. Just let me. Just, oh, I don't want to do it, well. but I'm gonna do it anyway. Is oh, what's what? <laughs> what's changed? What? If you're if you're Stu Grayson. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. And the reasons he left because he wasn't getting on telly and. Rightly so, by the way. We are all big Stu Grayson fans here at Walk yep. mm-hmm. And we were all very much like, every time we'd see him, we'd be like, oh, yeah, there's Stu, remember Stu Grayson. Know how great he is. And he's just never, ever on yep. TV wrestling. Is it, is it going to be different from? Like, is this going to be? Because I think this could be the first one where we have a, and this isn't me having to go with Stu Grayson. This is me still questioning Tony Khan. Because, like, is this going to be the first of a comparison between Vince where it's like, you know, they bring these people back and they're like, hey, you've been brought back to WWE. It's going to be such a great time for you to come back. 
And then after six months... Forgotten about it again. Forgotten about it again. Yeah, back maybe. to square one. I really, really don't want it to be that because Stu Grayson, if they, I assume he's had conversations and that should yeah. be reassurances. Yeah. But I was a bit like, ooh, this feels like everyone's got caught up in a real nice moment here in Canada and I sincerely hope it doesn't turn out that way. It's a good point, yeah, because like you say, the likes of Stu and I mentioned on the news this morning, Alan Angels, for example, both went, you know what? I, You know, some people are happy just collecting a check and sitting around and doing whatever. Uh <laughs> But others subtle. Hoist. <laughs> I should mention it. Give a shout out to, to George, who is powering today's podcast. Well, see, I didn't want to overwhelm the, our microphones with George's magical presence. Yeah. Of course. Uh, George sent a, a lovely uh, crate, basically, of Iron Brew 1901, which says, well, shoves a big middle finger up to the sugar tax, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's written, the closest thing to proper iron brew in the post-sugar tax hellscape. Serve cold and thanks for all the pods. P.S. Should Pat McAfee's mania opponents have been none other than L.A. Think of the build from George. Can That's I, a good point. Can I read that note? Absolutely. I, it, I'm trying to decide if George has tried to do a bit there from... Um, I'm, I'm going to butcher this now because I forgot the name of the film. So long and thanks for all the fish. Oh, yeah. Um, what's that film, man? The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's the one. My brain was literally... I was looking... <laughs> I can see Martin Freeman's face. Martin Freeman's face. I could not put the... Yeah, That's there you go. That's a good point. I, I feel like that. he's done a bit there. If you have, George, I got that. Well spotted. I understood that <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, but Stu Grayson, though, maybe, maybe, just maybe, he just misses the paycheck. <laughs> wow! Thanks, you Phil. Never know. You're the optimistic one. I'm asking the questions, and you're supposed to come in here with all this optimism and be like, <laughs> "No, it's all going to be better." Like, Nicholas, shut up, you idiot! <laughs> creative differences. Maybe, just maybe, he just misses the paycheck. I mean, oh, there's also the thing of <laughs> I saw over the weekend, last weekend, obviously, uh, that uh, Pollard had done the news, and they'd gone, "Oh, not another one for they're doing another AEW show, oh like a six oh five thing yeah. or something, isn't it?" That's so no. they've got enough spaces for people. Not in, not in my head, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I will not acknowledge this. I will not acknowledge me. I saw this news and went, I'm not doing any more. We're not, we don't do Dark or Dark Elevation, unfortunately. No, we do Rampage. Uh, we either drop Rampage for this or it's we... It's on a Saturday night, it's fine. It sounds like a Pollard problem to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Say, the reason this is a, such a hard lane for Phil, the one thing you'd be like, absolutely no one, is because every every Friday now that we do this podcast will be... Like mere hours after he's just had to do another ups and downs <laughs> for the week. This yeah. time, Ring of Honor ups. And Knowing downs. tomorrow that I've got another two ups You've and got downs. Another two to go. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, yeah. <laughs> too many wrestling shows. Yeah. Damn it! Uh, uh, how is that now? Four, four five, uh, six. Raw, Dynamite, Smack, uh, ROH, SmackDown, Rampage. So five a week if there's not a pay per view. Bloody yeah. hell! Really? Plus whatever this other thing is gonna be. Oh, if only we had other editors, Phil. If only. If only we had other editors. God. Speaking of ROH, shout out to Athena, though. Best thing about ROH. Bye. Really? Nice. Uh, mile. Actually, isn't that a good segment we could do every week on this podcast? Like, hey, Phil, what's going on in Ring of Honor <laughs> yeah. this week? Nothing else that you need to get bother <laughs> yeah. yourselves with, but Athena's being really good. Yeah, I'll be honest. Friday's one of the few days where I don't set an alarm to watch, that, like, you know, Tuesday, watch Raw, Monday, maybe catch up on, like, Rampage or SmackDown if I've missed that. NXT, Dynamite. Friday, I'm like... You, thank you, I'm good. <laughs> I'm oh, good. What's, you might walk into work and get Ring of Honor spoilers. I'm kind of all right with that. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. But yeah, I'm glad to hear that Athena's doing great stuff over there. Yeah, and best thing on the show. Supercard looks obviously. looking better and better every week, basically. Yeah. Um, to answer George's question, by the way, what do you think about that? I mean, pitch for a McAfee or... LA Knight's got to be doing something on Mania. I saw a rumour that he could be facing Stone Cold <laughs> as a sort of last-minute thing. <laughs> you can't have LA WrestleMania without... I mean, if you get, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. I mean, that just kind of writes itself, really, doesn't it? It does, but it, it's, is that really what you want to Yeah, that's all I want. That's, yeah? Yeah, that, just that. All right, well, ask and answer. <laughs> i tell you what, we're flying today, aren't we? <laughs> we are right on it. Yeah, what do you think the odds are? Because you know, there's all these WrestleMania rumors doing their rounds. That Stone Cold just goes, oh, bollocks, yeah, I'll come out and stun at someone. I mean, you never know at this point. We didn't think he was going to wrestle a proper match last year, and he ended up getting... Um, suplexed on the concrete by Kevin Owens. So I like that moment. Anything can goddamn yeah. happen. Because watching that, it is literally night and day from, oh my God, the mud hole stomping in. Yes. Ain't yeah. what it used to be. Yeah. Like, oh, he doesn't even look like he's really locked into this. And then realizing, he's clearly realized, I need to just like get hyped up for this. I need to get like the adrenaline. I need to get hurt. Like, yeah. I need to feel <laughs> some pain here to like, really get into it. And all of a sudden, 
Oh, there, there we go. go. <laughs> and we're there back. He is. Progressed I about that. 13 years old watching that. And then the glee with which I, I greeted <clears throat> Kevin Owens do the most simple slapstick spot. <laughs> I mean, it's not simple. Obviously, you can botch it and what have you. And he, he looked great doing it. But swing chair, chair bounce off rope, glunk, Straight turn back. around, stunner, perfect. Beautiful. Absolutely sensational. Speaking um, of WrestleMania, do we? Do we? Do we? I mean, we've... Do we? Do we? Do we? How hard have you... Tr- like the, the immediate... Any attempt <laughs> to segue into anything there? It was like, uh, wrestling. Guess uh, what we're doing, guys? M- mania? <laughs> uh, I've lost the mind. <laughs> Ring of Honor. Don't care about podcasts. Ring of Honor. <laughs> we're going to WrestleMania, goddammit. <laughs> yes, we are going back to WrestleMania. <laughs> That's guys, guys. Like the crowd's going to be hyped. Pipe down. Come on. <laughs> Please, hold your applause, everyone. Um, oh, God. To say, I mean, we'll probably maybe save this for, for the pods when we're out there. Maybe like um, wrestling culture when we're out there. Um, to say this was last minute <laughs> is an understatement. Because let's be honest, I think this time last week we weren't going. Oh, yeah, 100% this time last week we weren't going. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and now we are. Yes, more details will be revealed in due course. But, uh, but yeah. if you're out at WrestleMania and at any of the events that we're at, come say hi. Yeah. If you if you are hoping to <laughs> to have a nice quiet WrestleMania, I'm afraid of course some bad news. Yeah, I'm sorry. About twelve characters are coming over, and that's just via Wilborn. Yeah, that's a good after point. that, who knows? Who who? It's a shame we couldn't bring the whole team, but you know, stacks fill yeah. the spot on the stacks plane. And the he elephant. just by living over hey. there. He's come over, and then yeah. he's gonna. Anyway. To be fair, it was the elephant who was really start like pushing <laughs> yeah. their luck when it came to that pet passport. Yeah, we were asking what the, we were asking what the fee was going to be, and it was just absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Nobody's got that many penis to hand. Nobody. <laughs> um, speaking of WrestleMania, actually, we were talking about this in the office. What did you make of uh, former WWE writer Dave Schilling's WrestleMania <laughs> 35 thread? Now, obviously, WrestleMania 35 holds a special place in all of our hearts because it's the one we all went to. Uh, my first WrestleMania, in yeah. fact. Um, and the longest. <laughs> the, longest the longest ever. You really got your ever. The longest ever. The final, yeah. touch wood, the final uh, one-night WrestleMania ever. Yes, yeah. of course. Which kind of goes... I mean, it was going to be... That was the one where they must have had a meeting. This is too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so... It could be nine hours, or it could be <laughs> two, four it's, and a half hours. I'd love to see someone do it where they just uh, cut the... Like, they split it into two films, basically. And it, it ends on Kofi Mania. Yeah. And then they've, oh. and then someone somehow does, like, some movie magic <laughs> and puts all the right uh, reactions in yeah. for the second round because Becky's win should have got way bigger. Like, we were, we were quite some way away from, obviously, the people closest to the ring. Yeah. So they might have had a different experience. But it felt like there was no energy in that place, man. And then obviously, Everyone the botch so finish tired. really didn't help. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it just kind of felt like, ah, and we're good. also going like, like a bit like football fans. If you go to an away game and it goes to extra time, going, are we going to be all right to get home? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it turns out we weren't. No, <laughs> neither was anybody really. <laughs> no. How many matches, including oh, the pre-show, man, were there on WrestleMania 35? Do you reckon? Ooh, including the pre-show. Including the pre-show. So wouldn't we twelve? I think it's going to take. It might probably is more You're than twelve, tw- isn't it? I t- I'll tell you. I think we're there. I'm going to say thirteen. Ooh. Hello. It was including the pre-show. There was sixteen, so 16. twelve, yeah. twelve on the main card. Ah, okay. Um, but if you were right in terms of that layout, you would have restarted night two, and probably not with a fifty-eight second match between Samoa, like Samoa Joe Rey Mysterio, <laughs> or you could have started night two with Roman Reigns, the big yeah, yeah. Because that was like, oh, this is. I feel like I should be feeling more for this. Obviously, all yeah. the stuff that Roman had been through, and it was just sort of like. Oh, uh, okay, and we've still got Triple H and Batista. That probably won't go too long. Uh, Baron Corbin and Kurt. I don't think any of us, <laughs> any of us, will go in. Yeah, that'll be a short one. I'm still, I'm trying to remember back my piss break slash yes. drinks break. Because it wasn't even rem- out of spite. It was like, you had to. Yeah, you had it was just too long. To, yeah. like I've sat through a three-hour film before and not gone to the toilet, but seven hours of WrestleMania. Too much. Eh, not good. I think... If I remember rightly, I distinctly remember seeing Finn Balor's demon entrance and went, cool, that's all I need to see from that. Because nope. I, 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 I got not, back just yeah. in time for the, the coup de grace, one, two, three, basically, for that. Did not see the entrance. <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought, tell you what, there's a treat for me when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a network treat. It'll look better there's on telly anyway. I'm looking forward to that. So. <laughs> I think maybe... 
it would have been, I'm trying to work out this strategically. So obviously, Demon Balor and Bobby Lashley just yeah. before the main event. So I'll be, wouldn't be distracted Leo by Rush. that. Let's not forget Leo Rush. And Leo this. Rush, yeah. And uh, earlier on, I have a feeling that I went, when they started brawling into the crowd, right, go for a piss now then yeah. for the Shane McMahon the Miz versus the Miz. And then Did we, we wheel the out the Hall of Famers at some point. I feel like that Ooh, definitely would that have been, been it as well. Yeah. No offense to any of the Hall of Famers, but you got to take them these wins while you can. <laughs> Should have really just gone for Triple H versus Batista after those fucking entrances. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, this this tweet thread has been fascinating. He really Hamp- likes Nia Jax. Is yeah. What I away from this. <laughs> this tweet thread's really interesting. Hamlet's written a really good article all about it, whatculture.com, if you want to go and check that out. Um, some of my favorites. I'd love to get your thoughts on some of your favorite parts of it. Brock and Seth were supposed to semi-main. Last minute, Brock went, nah, I'm going to have first so I can go home early. And I like the way Dave puts it. That pushed Lashley and Finn to a spot where the crowd was flatter than a fl- plate full of piss. That's a very accurate. Yep. Although, and very Brock Lesnar. Very Brock Lesnar. <laughs> However, an awesome way to open the show. I know, yeah. So, Probably um, better. Like, actually, better miles way better. To open the show, like, yeah. Really, really better. There's another lovely tidbit in there that I like about the... Cause just because at that point, I'm not trying to steal it all off. No, yet, no, no. no. <laughs> but there's a lovely bit in there that explains the Paul Heyman coming out and saying, no, <clears> no, 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 after Hulk Hogan yeah. was not on anybody's, like, nobody who was doing the show had that on their thing, yeah. mm. which makes me so happy because, obviously, everyone's bummed out by this. Like, this is Kofi Mania, as he says. In the, Even, like, Dave Schilling himself was like, oh, we had to do this. Yeah, he's like, this racist guy's coming yeah. out and we're obviously doing Kofi Mania. This is the worst yeah. opening to this. And poor Alexa's got to stand there as well, by the way. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about Alexa that. Alexa Bliss, who's the host for the whole thing. And then Paul Heyman coming out. I just remember all of us were like, yep. This is what I want. Paul Heyman coming out and sending him packing. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. In and out, all them curb stomps, all that action. Seth gets the belts. I think I was still the Seth guy then. Ah. It was right before because that that Just baby it. face run was where it all got yeah. to him, and then he started doing the super tweets, and me and him split up, <laughs> broke up. Phil, I think you find it's called actually. Dave made a good point, this, uh, saying. Uh, the roar after the next night did him zero favors. Yeah, that was when they both put the belts on the line, and then went yeah. What a load of... Anyway. Yeah, that was weird, that show. Seamus and uh, Cesaro interrupted, if you remember. Yes, because we were all going, oh my God, it's Undisputed Era. Like, yep. literally, just Oh, lost. wait, how about we don't? And then how about we just play with beach balls? That <laughs> <laughs> will. Um, so would that have meant that AJ Styles' Randy Orton was meant to open? He, meant, did he, not he mention mentioned there? what was supposed to oh, be. Oh, okay. I don't know. I can't remember where. I, I have only just read it. I can't remember what he says was meant to open, though. He definitely says it. Was oh, it maybe, maybe, oh, it was, it not, maybe it was Phil and Finn, 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 Finn and Lashley. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Demon coming out. That yeah, would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, sorry, of course. Um, there was a, an interesting comment about Corey Graves and Wale <laughs> Mania <laughs> as well. That I, yeah, what's his, what's his handle so anybody can go and look <clears throat> for it if they haven't read oh, this? Yeah. At Dave Schilling, uh, Dave about D-A-V-E, yeah. underscore S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N-G. Yeah. Understandable about Wale Mania, though. <laughs> I liked the fact that he puts over um, Tom Phillips as well. Yeah, yeah. No, because we met. He was at Wale Mania last year, wasn't he? He was indeed. We met him then. He was very nice. <laughs> and I did like the big SmackDown plan. New Day, because <laughs> I forgot that was the gauntlet. Yeah. Um, but there was. There's a lot. I in forgot there. that. There like, is a lot I in there. shoot forgot the Lacey Evans bit. I genuinely don't yeah. remember that. Even when I was reading that, I still couldn't remember the Lacey. I Evans actually bit. think I might have been. Either getting food or getting a drink or yeah. at the toilet for that, because I do not remember that either. But it is a really interesting thread <laughs> of all the revelations about it. It's weird what to see it we was, Sorry, he was talking about the Roman versus Drew match, and he was like, I don't think Drew McIntyre likes Roman Reigns very much. Yeah. <laughs> I think he said they don't like each other. Don't like each other very says. much. Yeah, yeah which I found yeah. very intriguing. <laughs> very interesting. Very, like, very ah, intriguing. there's a story there. Yeah. <laughs> there's also, there's also there's other people who aren't too keen on each other and... Drew McIntyre, isn't that? Who, it, uh, oh, yeah, there is definitely yeah. someone else. There's, yeah. some, there's definitely there's at least one other person least I know of who doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> and Miz was going over Shane until the day of the show. Why am yeah. I not surprised? That, I, love, I love some of these. Some of the great thing about this story is some of the stuff he doesn't say. Yeah. It is very obviously there in context. It's, uh, it's wonderful. The other one was that uh, stood out to me that was absolutely fantastic was the Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. Oh, yes. And when Vince was uh, told about the fans not hugely being into this match, he was like, <laughs> F you. Yeah. It's like, okay, way to treat them. He mentions about his emotions. He says, like, how bummed out he was by this bit. Yeah. I've got to level with you, man. I'm a big Baron Corbin guy. Have have been ever since the King Corbin. Well, since before the King, since NXT, but the King Corbin yeah. stuff. 
and all that kind of thing. The Baron at this point, but King Corbin came off of this. But him winning, right, in a match that really we all were like, this shouldn't be happening anyway. Yeah. Like, I respect Kurt Angle, love Kurt Angle, and I would love to have seen him got a proper, like, I don't know, like a John Cena or whoever it was we thought might have been the opponent. Yeah. But when it was this match, like, you can't book that match and then expect me to take this match seriously. And watching him lose to Baron Corbin, <laughs> and Baron Corbin, like, shot up off that floor, like, yes! Like, he's just won the World Cup. He's just a retired Kurt Angle, and I'm, I popped my little socks off. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it, it, it's just... And then they did nothing with it. Because everybody was, well, everybody was booing. And yeah. I was just standing there like, this is amazing. <laughs> and the next night, Kurt came out, obviously, I think in, like, Angle slanged him, maybe, or something. Um, like Lars Sullivan showed up. Yeah. Yeah, God. Kurt put them both over. Put Baron Corbin and uh, Lars over. And, well, that, we all know what happened there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was a weird... I've never been to a Raw after WrestleMania. So, but, I, like, I was like, oh, I haven't had my take a moment at Mania. Oh, I yeah. got that, so I was like, ah, even that though most people are like, it was just adorable, to be <coughs> yeah. fair. Yeah, that was adorable. It's just a uh, just real, like, bucket list moment. Yeah. But then I was like, shouldn't there be, like, good people showing up on the floor <laughs> after WrestleMania? Yeah. And the bit with the, we'll talk about Bray Wyatt in a bit. Yeah. The bit with the Bray Wyatt thing, and I was like, this is the weirdest cricket wireless advert or whatever it is I've <laughs> ever seen. And they were like, yeah, that was Bray Wyatt's gone, yeah. Bray. Yeah. And we were like, sorry, with that... <laughs> It was a box of stuff with the buzzer yeah, in. That yeah, was it, that wasn't was it. it? That's all we saw. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was the origin. I thought we were just in a, a commercial Genuinely break. Genuinely forgot that. Yeah, that's amazing. But the whole show was bizarre. Incredible watching the differences in people who... There's, there's a line in the middle of the world, right, where it's like people who have experienced an Undertaker entrance before. Mm. <laughs> or maybe sometimes multiple. Oh. <laughs> and that experience turns into suffered through. <laughs> and then there's you, or like whoever hasn't. And genuinely, you can see how, and naturally so, as you should have been, genuinely excited to be part of it. Mm -hmm. And then there was like me and Hamlet stood next to him, faces like smacked asses. I'm like, well, that was 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dong. <laughs> but I remember, I remember, I remember my first, and I was like, yep, that was it was amazing. Got super excited when the dong goes. You're like, yep. here we go. Love <laughs> a good dong, mate. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also, very nice to be finally proven correct on our pitch of uh, hospitalising Dominic Mysterio as part of the Samoa Joe Ray feud. <laughs> yeah. I bloody knew it! Yeah. Fascinating. Go and check it out, at Dave Schilling hey, on Twitter. Joe wouldn't mess with him now, would he? No, oh, no, no, definitely not. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's one of the best storylines they've got going to wrestle. Genuinely. I think it's one of the best storylines in wrestling right now, this. Yeah. Like, what does he have to do to get his own father to fight him? It's so weird, because old <laughs> WWE would have just been like, all right, yeah, I'll just fight my own, you know, flesh and blood. Yeah. But Ray's being like, no, whatever you do, I love you, you're my son. It's like, what's he going to have to do? I'll tell you what he's going to have to go do. after Conan? Is he going yeah, you've to... You've missed the boat, yeah. Go on. Ray's going to be distracted out of the house by Rhea, presumably. Right? And everyone's out. And maybe it was the night before because they're going to have to show us the footage. But Ray's wife, right, is just lying in bed asleep because she's having a really long day. The door, she has a creak, and it's all, like, shot like a Bray Wyatt in-house segment, you know, like, ooh, spooky stuff's <coughs> going on. The curtains fluttering in the wind. Dominic, as she looks up quickly, is on top of the wardrobe in her bedroom. Frog splash. Frog splashes, <laughs> frog splashes his own mother on Mammy's day. On Mammy's day, <laughs> and this then and then somehow she like she hits the hits the mattress so hard, she flies out the window, right, <laughs> and that's it. Now Ray is so mad that he goes into this new version of Ray, like when just Justin Dunalaga goes into that other version oh, of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's it. Ray's got a one of them. That the black mask. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, this is it. You're gonna die, boy. <laughs> Book it. Done. Yeah. Easy. Perfect. <laughs> There's also the probably biggest ever reason to go to a Hall of Fame is to see what Dominic does yes. to ruin it for Ray. Yeah. It's going to be. Man. So that's it, do you think? They might not even have the match until the Hall of Fame. Do they might not even do announce they, it. Yeah. Yeah. Get I mean, they don't far. need to announce it. We all know until, it's like, happening. Yeah. Yeah, we all know yeah, it's exactly. going to happen. So get that so, yeah, far to the show. Take it and to the Hall of Fame. Why not? And that's the thing that puts him over the edge. Like, oh, yeah. this, like, it's one of those things where you don't want to make light of the, the Bret Hart thing from 35. <laughs> yeah. But, like, oh, there's been a, 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 a fans jumped over and then it's bloody dominant, you prick. <laughs> oh. Rhea pops to visit the NXT uh, performance center and he ends up in the car park. <laughs> it's like, no, Rhea, don't do it. Don't do it, Rhea. Car pulls up with Mammy and Dom and everybody else. 
Uh, there's some lovely comments in this thread from Dave Schilling about about Kofi Mania and how emotional he was and everyone was really yeah. about Kofi winning the title, which slightly jars with the news report today. Right. When I read the title, Vince McMahon tried to split the New Day on several occasions. I thought, that's not really a surprise, that. But as I said to Andy, when I read that, because I don't know, how long has the New Day been going for now? Your New Day start as the as that thing where they were like... 2015 or 16. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're a gospel guy. Just when I started watching again, they were coming together. Yeah, so they, they sort of... Hey, uh, Wikipedia says, yeah, 2014, 2015. Yeah, 14, no, 14, actually. Um, so nearly 10 years... But, like, if you'd have said to me he's tried to split him, I'd have gone, yeah, what, 20... Like, they've been longest-reigning tag champs for, like, 2015, 2016. And then, like, uh, 2017, maybe he's getting, like, itchy. No. Post-Kofi Mania. Post, like, so post, post when Biggie went to SmackDown or whatever it was on his own. The fact... I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised by this. I know, yeah. But the fact he was, like... This stable, which is clearly showing that they're best friends forever and are more than happy to, as with Kofi, as with uh, as with E going, and that was kind of weird draft stuff, but still. Yeah, but still. And with Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring, I think that was another time he wanted to split him after Xavier Woods won King of the Ring because, in his words, that's what a king would do. <laughs> I couldn't, like, you can't leave it alone, can you, Vince? It's his only move at this point when he comes... Like with a faction, it's like the only point of be having a faction is to split them up and get the match between them. Obviously, who'd be a heel out there? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, New Day. I expect he's refusing the hierarchy there, though. You know, yeah. <laughs> here we are. He understands. He's like, ah, they're not to be trifled with them. <laughs> untrustworthy characters there. But it's like they've said. All of them have said numerous times in interviews that they just want to be the one group that never breaks up yeah. and like they can actually, you know, support each other to go up and do the singles things that they do within it. And they've always got that thing that they can come back together whenever they need it. And it's like, why can't you have that? That is that, like absolutely perfect and really goddamn rare in wrestling. The whole entire gimmick is the power of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand it would be absolutely crushing. Like, you remember there was all those times when everyone was like, it's got to be Big E's time to like... I like, you know, the old shoulders. He's on the shoulders celebrating yeah. one thing and then bam. He's t- but, like, wouldn't it be great if they were just like, I, th- I imagine that's now, knowing Xavier Woods, I guarantee him alone, if he has something in his head, he like, he'll like he do everything he can to make it happen, as yeah. we've seen with his like, YouTube channel and that. Mm. If he's and decided, the king of the ring. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If he's decided, yeah, that's even a better example. If he's decided that he does not want that group to split and they want to be that one group that never split because they, it was just the power of positivity kind of yeah. thing. You'll do that. Yeah. And that'll go down in history and we'll never forget that. And yeah. they already have, but like as the one group who genuinely just never ever fractured yeah. it, that's and not they will go in the Hall of Fame yeah. as a group. As a group. Yeah. Just no friction whatsoever. No. And it'll just be perfect. The fact that two thirds of the team nearly died to get one third of the team in the title match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like how are they, <clears throat> after that do you go? Yeah, but you never supported me. Yeah, you broke records as tag team champions. Three bird rule, all three of you. And how great that Kofi Mania moment was because it was all three of them, yeah. and like they were just so happy. Like it didn't matter which one had won it because they were all so happy for the other one. Like just that moment was made so much more powerful. Like through that, just friendship and them all sharing the moment together. I tell you what, though, if the one that'll be like Kofi Mania was huge, like we. We're both crying in yep. Kofi Mania, yeah. and it was like, yeah, amazing stuff. Big E winning, it was a great moment as well. Timing-wise, it was different, because obviously the world was in a different place yeah. at that point, but still, great to see. If Xavier Woods ever does it, I feel like out of all three of them, that one feels like the most not WWE thing to do. Yeah. And I think that was just like, that, what a, like to get all three of them to have won the belt, if, even if it's just once. Yeah, that's... A huge Even if it's a transitional thing. Yeah. Like to, you, they could only. easily, easily build up Xavier Woods to that point, And you know he, he would put his goddamn all into proving himself in that 100%. moment. Like. It, it would never have happened under Vince, but you know, this is a different regime for yeah. now at least. Um, but imagine the story of Xavier Woods gets a world title shot and the champion he has to beat to become world champion is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> evil Brock Lesnar, not the fun, cool one now. Evil. Uh, evil Brock. Not Be- Farmer Brock. Why, yeah. why does my head go, oh, he's got a moustache, okay. Yeah. <laughs> because of the, the story. <laughs> Waluigi Brock yeah. Lesnar. That's what I mean. It's immediately dark hair, moustache. I'm like, okay, he's got... All right, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. You've got my attention. The story you've got there of, like, Big E, oh, I've got a world championship run. Oh, that's nice. I'll take that off you at day one. But obviously the Kofi one's the yeah. most egregious example. 
The fact it's like Xavier and people would be like, Xavier? Really? He's not going to be him. Yeah. And his little winkle picker shoes and what have you. I mean, it'd be hard. Like, that's it. It would be hard. I I love Xavier Woods. And I've always said for quite some time that I think he is often the most overlooked and is arguably maybe the most talented. Like, all three of them are, that's not to say the other two aren't. I love all three of them. But he can do some stuff in a ring. I don't think he even, I don't even think he gets out of like third gear when he's in that (laughs) ring sometimes Mm. because he never needs to. The matches don't require that. But. He does those mad little feats of strength. You know, he used to li- like lift E up and do stuff, and like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> like have him on his shoulders, or he do the, the, the leap from the, the yeah. ropes across the other side of the ring. That guy's got, he's hella agile. He's got so much stuff he can do, and I just don't think he's ever had, like, because obviously he's in the tag matches most of the time. He's never had like, a run of singles matches in WWE mm. where you're like, this is what this guy can do, really. Put Brock on a table on the outside and have him walk the ropes, but the other side of the ring. <laughs> Jumps, clears those ropes, goes through the table. Oh, cool! You're a freak of nature. Then have <laughs> him. That Brock, you mean? Brock's yeah. doing the yeah, jump. Brock's doing <laughs> the jump then him have him versus Montez Ford in just like feats of jaw dropping. Who can jump the highest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can jump the highest? <laughs> My word. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, final question for you before we get onto this week's hashtag bloody good quiz. Uh, what's going on with Bray Wyatt? What's happening there? <laughs> because the, there's obviously, you know, we're only going to deal with the speculation here. We're not going it, to, it appears it's injury related and all the noises appear to be as well. Oh, he'll be fine for WrestleMania. But it is concerning, not only with the reports about, like, Brock saying, I'm not working him, yeah. but also, like, this. And it's been, it's been such a weird run since he came back. Like, came back with such buzz around him, obviously, uh, around, like, Survivor Series. And then... I mean, we'll always have the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. And I'll never forget what that brought us. Mountain Dew Pitch Black. I can't remember the match, if I'm honest. Well, it was like LED. It was shiny and there was an elbow drop. Yeah. But (laughs) now they're like... You realise they should be commended for the UV light usage amongst wrestling fans. (laughs) That's a brave, brave call. That's very brave, man. That is brave. (laughs) I'm including us three in that. I'm not... (laughs) Everybody who's getting mad in the car, I'm not saying you, I'm saying us, all of us. There's a bracket, unfortunately. We're a collective. (laughs) But it's an odd one. The Brock Lesnar thing cannot help you in any kind of a situation. Like, if you've got a guy on the level of Brock Lesnar that's just like, nah, I don't want to work with him. Like, when has... He's done this before with other people, and when has anyone ever recovered from that as a thing in WWE. Like, they just haven't. Like, Ambrose, he never recovered from mm. him. I mean, he worked with him, but it, like, he didn't really want to... He didn't want to play, let's put it. Braun uh, the one I always think of. Yeah, exactly. Did it with Jinder as well? Yeah. 
Like no one has like recovered from that as a position because if you're there, like oh like arguably like one of if not the top guy in the company doesn't want to work with you. Well, okay, shuffle you off to the side, kind of deal. Like he doesn't even want to do a coffee squash with you. Yeah, like he just wants to he exactly. Wants yeah, nothing like not nothing to do with you. A six second squash, like yeah. <laughs> it's man. So that's that's gotta hurt you within the company and your status. But like, and the whole run with Bray now, like he had the pitch black match, but like. What else has he done other than promos yeah. that led nowhere for months? Like, actually months. Um, and LA Knight's the one being talked about for the big push post-Mania. Yeah, and he's the only person that's probably ever gone up against Bray Wyatt in one of the, like, fiend-type character roles that has come out glowing at mm. the end of it. That's fair. He was like, glowing in the middle of it as well. So it's like, like, you can have the sort of how much he connects with some of the fan base and the amount of merch that he sells, which is obviously always incredible. But if like if you can't have anyone work with him, and it's, come it's out weird to have that character's end. motivations be the trinkets, the world titles, or yeah. like it feels weird. He's there to change the world. It's such a hard thing to write on television if like you've had the history of no one coming out better after facing him, yeah. and then you've also got people saying that they don't actually want to face him. Mm. It's really really difficult. It's very difficult at the minute, I think, because it's like it, it is a bit of a poison chalice, isn't it? Like. There's no doubt he's a creative person. Oh yeah, and I then and and I say that with the slight asterisk. There's mm. also he's a creative person who knows how to take from other people's creations and put them into wrestling. But that's yeah. not necessarily a criticism because yeah, people yeah. have been doing that forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we but wouldn't have most of yeah. the wrestling characters we love if we people didn't do that. Like I know, Razor Ramon. I, I know he turned out to be real bad, but Hulk Hogan <laughs> literally <laughs> had to share the rights with Marvel at one point because that's how dumb that is. Yeah. Um, but I just think it's always, always, always the wrestling. Now, like, name me one incredible Bray Wyatt match. Can you do it? Like, like, and no gimmick. I mean, genuinely one <laughs> where Dave Meltzer be going like, I mean, it depends that's on your a definition match. of incredible. No, well, there you go. Dave Meltzer <laughs> saying that's a great match. You got to go and watch it. Yeah, I don't know if there is, and I'm not saying there isn't. It doesn't exist. I'm just saying that it doesn't come to my head immediately. Mm. Even when he's up against. Talent who Brian, has gone maybe. on the great things. Brian, yeah, right. Brian's got to be the shield match. Brian Gosh, managed to get a decent one at the and Rumble as the Fiend as well, which yeah. is like that wasn't terrible, but it and wasn't the Wyatt family versus the Shield. Yeah, thing, which was that was but that's that the Wyatt family, the Wyatt family, and that's the Shield as yeah, well. Yeah, and like. the Shield. Yeah, it's we're not talking about them. forces there, yeah. like, and that's. I'm going to go for the one where uh, Braun Strowman was going to slam him on the sheep's mask and accidentally kicked it out of the way because that <laughs> entertained me no end. And we're back. What did I say? What did I say? No, you're right. That's outside of the outside of working with the greatest wrestler of all time, yeah. arguably. Yeah. So the one that the one that comes to my mind, and it's not a, not because it's a good one. It's again because it ended up being hokey. Yeah, him and Ambrose, where the TV exploded. That's the one that always, <laughs> yeah. it literally always comes to my mind because it's the absolute epitome of what are we doing with these two guys because there's obviously some talent here and this is what we're doing with them. Yeah. Like, it's the first match of Braves that always comes to my head. Dean Ambrose goes into the, under the ring to get a telly that is somehow still connected. <laughs> yeah, just in <laughs> case under the ring. under the ring want to watch. Because you've got to yeah. monitor the situation above ground. I don't know. Um, Hornswoggle's got to watch something while he's down there, I suppose. <laughs> and then he comes up and pulls in and blows up and Bray wins. Because they, cu- because they couldn't let Bray just win. Yeah. And they couldn't let Ambrose win. So, uh, just, I, I and don't it, know. I don't know what the answer is for Bray, unfortunately. It's not just Bray Wyatt at this point either. Like, it's... it's Uncle Howdy, it's too. It's Uncle Howdy and Bo Dallas. Like, uh, it just is. He's like, brought into part of that world and that's going to absolutely disappear if Bray Wyatt does. But it's Alexa Bliss as yeah. well, who's always been... Like, obviously, she was very tied with him with the Fiend stuff, but, like, they were teasing quite a lot that she was going to be bringing back into the fold with the Uncle Howdy stuff. Yep. And now look where she's at. She has absolutely nothing. <laughs> they really broke... WWE really broke their own system with the Fiend. Like, great concept and let's be honest everyone was hyped about that and when he first came out at SummerSlam and Squash Bray was really fascinating all the Finn, Firefly yeah, Funhouse yeah. stuff so, yeah, at the beginning Squash was Finn. absolutely amazing yeah brilliant like genuinely intriguing but then you doing the stream for that for Mania when we're like what the fuck is going on yeah magic but like everybody who's come into that path has ended up with luck because they can never live up to the promos ever yeah yeah, that's Firefly the Funhouse. There you go. There's the, the match that yeah. stands. Yeah, out you know what it is. Actually, I'll yeah. That's, that's actually the only one. I'd actually say that's his magnum opus yeah, for me. Hundred yes, percent, like, yeah. by a long shot. Because Cena went along with everything. Yeah, and he was just like, and he, and he wasn't was there. The perfect foil for it. The literal perfect one because of all the history of it. Yeah. And 
Yeah, that's it. I'll give you that, actually. That's the one. And that's I, not even a match, though, that, is it? Exactly, yeah. That's, that's the thing. The, that's I don't the think that's in there yet. It's the difficulty is when, he, you know, Bray Wyatt has to work stomping grounds or whatever, and he's like, he wants to do this so he can move up the rankings and get... What? If you had... Here's a question. If you had Bray Wyatt as, like, a Taker-esque figure where you, all you do is you go, he has one match every year at WrestleMania, and it's cinematic. Or I don't know how you'd work it, because it, you know, it worked then because it was the pandemic. Whether or not people sitting in a massive stadium wouldn't be one of you like, right, let's all watch the screens now yeah. or whatever. That would be interesting if people had been present yeah. to hear how that would have gone down. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> how's it, would that work? Because, like, I remember people saying in the, I think it was the Mania afterwards, which was... That was like semi-attended, wasn't it? It was sort of like the... the, Yeah, limited. Yeah. It was still like 30,000 people or something. Yeah. It wasn't small. Um, But I remember, I think it was Randy Orton. It's basically like almost a retrospective of someone's career. Because like you said, with Cena, they go like, oh, boom, ruthless aggression, all this. Yeah. So you couldn't do it with a, you know, new star. But like, you know, how many legends, 40-plus-year-old... Legends have you got that you could be like whether or not they worked WWE that entire time or would that work? As I mean, you'd, like I mean, nowadays I guess you don't even need them to have worked at WWE that mm. entire time. Like you could hint, like say, like a Finn Balor or someone, you could hint at his time at the Bullet Club AJ without Styles. actually physically using the Bullet Club. It just sounds the same. Like there's like histories there, but then you've got this incredibly niche character who's gonna take time up on your like biggest pay per view of the year. For, like, one weird little concept match each year. I guess it'll all just boil down to for them. Like, Nick Khan will be doing the numbers mm. and be saying, like, is having him selling all this merch and obviously the kids are buying it and stuff. Yeah. And, and I guess maybe the engagement and he's if he's getting numbers mm-hmm. on, say, YouTube or whatever, the segments. Like the White Rabbit stuff did. It yeah. Wonders Huge, them. of course it did. And w- we said it then. We literally said it then over and over again. Enjoy this right now because this is the excitement of Bray Wyatt. And he should maybe pop in and disappear. Like, he's the kind of guy who could do that. He could disappear yeah. for six months, have nothing wrong with him, come back, and people will be excited again for six months and then disappear again. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Pop up when you least expect them to or whatever, I guess, as like this mythical creature. But that's the only other thing that popped into my mind there while you were both talking. Not even, again, not a singles match of his, but him and Roman in a tag team when he pointed the yeah. finger and yeah. Roman did the spear on cue and they got the, the, they got the win. It was like, God, Damn it, that was amazing. <laughs> that's it. That's his whole, for me, that's his whole career. Speaking of uh, popular stuff, you see the amount of views that uh, Brock Lesnar and Omos' segments already done on socials. Oh, God. I mean, when they're right, they're right. Yeah, of course they are. Any Millions <laughs> of views. Just a quick one on that. As we've established on these podcasts at this point, I'm a WWE gallery guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? And every week when I look through it, you um, can't botch in a gallery. You can't botch, right? <laughs> you can't botch. You get one, you get literally one shot. <laughs> one shot. <laughs> and I went in the, into the gallery and I took a, I copied the image and pasted it in the Slack to make a pamphlet and said, I have literally just exclaimed, get the pen out, f***ing <laughs> hell. <laughs> because Brock Lesnar never, ever looks small anymore. Even, yeah. I'm sure they probably shared some sort of space. And the, I don't remember him looking that small compared to almost. Amazing. It's just his hand next Yeah, of course face. it is. Yeah. And, but the point is, like, if you are looking at that and going, nah, why have they booked this match? I, I'm sorry. You are an idiot. You are an absolute idiot. Because how could you not be interested? What's he going to do? Like, I know we joke about this when it's a Royal Rumble. Is it? How are they going to get the big guy out? What is Brock going to do yeah. with that? I, I get that Braun and, and Omos have already had a big, big guys match. This yeah. is Brock, though. Like, that match think- is going to go two ways, and it's either going to be unreal <laughs> or... Or as you mentioned there, when Brock can't be asked, and he's like, <laughs> right, two F5s and we're going home. <laughs> That's it. I think the bone match kind of makes it better, though, because like that was obviously almost his best match like, yeah. yet. And that was two like big guys doing big guy stuff. So it's like that like leaves the intrigue of, oh, actually, it might be decent. Like You can do these kind Morbid of matches and make them really it? entertaining. Yeah. It's just how much does Brock have his working boots on, which makes it even more interesting because it literally could just be him squashing him, which would be I think like a ricochet Brock match, but with almost as this giant guy. It'd be incredible. <laughs> I do want... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do want... <laughs> God, can you imagine? Like, you know, he's like, almost like, before... Yeah, my contract's up, I'm gone. Almost before the match is like, 
why not me? <laughs> <laughs> if it's half, I'll tell you why. Whoosh! <laughs> Throws him into the crowd, spins him F15. See you later. <laughs> Some of the lads that we, we play five-a-side with were asking me about who's still doing stuff in WWE right oh, now. Okay. And uh, Brock was one of the names I mentioned, and they went, oh, is he not going back to the UFC? And I went, oh. why would he do that? He's already been back twice, yeah. actually. He's like, oh, you're a goddamn multi-millionaire. Do you want to risk... I mean, it's obviously a dangerous sport. I'm not yeah. belittling wrestling oh, yeah, yeah. here. But, like, do you want to risk life and limb going into the UFC and have to train and training camp? Or, or do you want to piss about with Omos? Uh, they're on the grandest stage of them all. <laughs> what I kind of like the idea of, because I know he sort of mentioned it, and I don't think it will be because it's Brock, and he obviously is not is not out of shape by, by any means. Yeah, yeah. No, but him sort of suggesting this might be the last one. Like that'd be really great to me. There's something really great about Brock's last match just being almost. <laughs> like, and then win, or, win, lose, or draw. By the way, win, lose, or draw. I would love to see Brock just be like, "Yeah, it's a business, kid. I'll go. I'll lie down for you." And then almost goes on, and that's the last time we ever see Brock Lesnar. That would be so great, man. It's the business, kid. I'll lie down for you on one condition. And when I did a shooting star uh, against Kurt yeah. Angle at WrestleMania, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. what you got to be. I'll lie down for you, but you have you to win with a shooting star. <laughs> that's the rules. Like that's I've got the fear. Either that or I get the tractor out again. Yeah. <laughs> Your choice. And it turns out he's like, listen, the only reason everyone thinks it was me who pulled the plug on the Bray match, but actually I said the same deal to him, and he was like, yeah. no way, buddy. <laughs> Uh, well, let us know your thoughts on the whole Bray Wyatt situation and uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Doing a <laughs> WrestleMania, which is two week two weeks away. Two weeks away, baby. Bloody hell, we stop organising some stuff for that. <laughs> I know, right? Anyway, uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. It's now time for a good quiz. I got confused. We broke them. I got finally confused. broke them. What partially? You know what's happened here? You've been. What is in this iron brew, George? What have you done to me here? Corruption. Yeah, I forgot the leading line, so I just said the normal line. If you want your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star review review on there, just like Star 113. Buckle up, lads. It's a story more than a review, this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, good. Here we go. Okay, so this one time, Godzilla was chasing me, and I ran into the toilet and put an Apple podcast on. It's onto some show called What Culture Wrestling. I play the news, and it told me how to beat a crocodile. Crocodile emoji. And Godzilla is Godzilla a crocodile? I stepped out of the toilet and tried the plan, but then Walter, no, I mean Gunther. Wait, why did you change such a good name? Anyway, Gunther slapped my chest so hard I was sent... To the moon! Like the ones to Cody at the Rumble. Then King Kong came, dragged me down to Earth, and then King Kong destroyed Godzilla, but Gunther came and smashed King Kong and slap. I was so, so sad, I ran over, cried in his ear, and he said, put on the Beat 2 Pro headphones, and then give Gunther a down with the finger of power. And then Gunther started to cry. I cheered him up, and we listened to Gunther, and Gunther heard about the bald community, and he decided to favourite what culture? So thanks to Star One One Three for that one. Okay. <laughs> um, which leads nicely, actually, into <laughs> oh yeah, this perfectly. It perfectly leads into hey, whatever it is exactly that you want to go hey. into right now. I'm yeah. sure it does. Can I just point out? It's the opening night that I was being chased by Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, you were chased by Godzilla. Technically, yes. Oh, there was a guy. <laughs> you know, you used to put a knock. Knock, well, what do we call this? Because everybody calls knock this. Run. We yeah, call but it knock it's, a door run, it's, yeah. But it's changed over the years because yeah. loads of people would say, passing it on through whispers and, and like, they used to call it knock, knocky door ginger on my way. Yeah, knock down ginger. I've knock, some southern. Yeah, but then it was that. like, not, but I felt like that was an evolution of knocky door danger and someone just got it wrong. Oh, yeah. It's a knocky door ginger one day. I don't know. But, it's always knock a door run. But, so knock it all run. Is this, let us know all you Americans out there. Yeah, what you let, let us know. Or um, you don't play these stupid games. But there was, there was a man who everybody deemed Godzilla, and I don't know why to this day. Right? <laughs> you knock on his door, and the reason people knock on his door is because he gave you the best chases. And I assume Godzilla maybe is because ah. Godzilla running through the streets of the city like chasing after you. This Hold guy on. was a hothead. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. He just he just never caught you because I guess he was slow and he was, but he was angry. You know, <laughs> he'd be like legging it down the street. Um, don't knock on people's doors and, you know, <laughs> and get them to chase your kids. That's not it's not good. Um. 
So it's Mother's Day this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so I've not written a quiz about wrestling mothers. Usual rules apply. No oh. Jim Ross this week, unfortunately, as I said. Uh, ten Shame. questions. Yeah. That's choice. why he was intimidated when he was doing the intro. Yes. Of course, yeah. Jim's big got in his head. To fill. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Yes. How much did we spend on that? That was a lot of money we spent on that. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of cash. And I, I heard that too cool impression. And uh, You got it because you're a weird person. Yeah. <laughs> no, I only got it because we were listening in the office because I'd heard all these. I saw all the tweets and what have you. And the only thing they gave it away was because the way he worded it to <laughs> yeah. you, it sounded like a singles wrestler. Yeah. You kept saying, yeah. you like you this like wrestler. This person. Yeah. And, and I, like, they already said, I think you already yeah. said Foley. So I, I also like, listened to it and... Would never have ever put that with too cool. So, oh. I sorry, was, Jim. As you are here now, I can tell you that corner over there with the foam pads on, I was just had my head in the corner laughing. <laughs> I, I was gone for at least two two renditions of. I can't even do it justice. Ah, uh, Jim. I think my favourite bit might have been when Sidrick popped in for about three seconds. <laughs> just we weird. Quick, we just yeah. came in yeah. to announce the, one of the right last up. questions. He was like. <laughs> Popped in. Strange that. Jim really pulled them by the collar there. And yeah, yeah Jim, did, Jim did not. Yeah, Jim is not a Cedric fan. He was like, I did not I did not sign up for this. Uh, so 10 questions. Multiple okay. choice. Shout out your name. Wait for me to come to you. Uh, question number one. Which wrestler almost killed Shelton Benjamin's mother by yelling in her face? Yelling in a face. Remember Shelton's uh, mama? I do. Thankfully, yeah. wasn't watching regularly at this time, but I've retrospectively seen all the images yeah. of this, yeah. Uh, was it Umaga, Snitsky, Big Show, or Kane? Ooh, Nicholas. They yelled in her face and she did the whole, and then that's when she started bringing the oxygen and then they cheered. Uh, Nicholas. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it's one of the first two, Phil. I feel like it's got to be. I was also going to go with one of the first two. I like the idea of it being... Umaga, but I think it might be Snitsky because that feels very WWE. That's who I would have gone with. No, dear, that's wrong. Ooh, I will go with Umanga. No, dear, that's wrong. Oh. Is it boring and being Kane? Oh. No, it's Big Show. Big Show? All oh, right. Yeah. Well, good, one of his good, million good heel turns, presumably. Yeah. Alrighty, good for that would have been my last choice, but whatever. Yeah, big Joe, same. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kane would have been my. Kane's always your last choice, <laughs> unless it's who's the biggest nobody, and then <laughs> he's your then it's a four. Then it's your tie, first one, right? To the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> uh, question two: uh, Before May Young gave birth <laughs> on Monday oh, Night Raw, what did she ask for? Was it? Ugh. A cigar, a shot, <laughs> a towel, or a hand? Phil, I will go with a cigar. I thought that. Go on, Phil. That's got to be it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Classic, classic WWE moment. Yeah. Reinforcing all the... I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I meant to say about that? <laughs> uh, question... Do you have the hand and the th thought process all the way around, or they just got to the show? That no, day? they, don't think, they don't think about things that far ahead. We're going to start with the hand and work backwards. Yeah. We're going like, to work. Yeah. Like Vince McMahon's son. Uh, question three. Which NXT star's mother did Grayson Waller recently go on a date with? Oh. Was it Bron Breaker, Indy Hartwell, Johnny Gargano, or Tiffany Stratton? <laughs> I love that we literally, like, this is a shoot. Like, me and Phil do not watch this show. Nope. And even Johnny Gargano <laughs> yeah. like, cannot bring me back to this show. Grayson <laughs> yeah. Waller is going to be a big star on main roster W. He is a brilliant piss boiler. Um, Phil, why not? Johnny Gargano, just because that's the story that's going to be this one. No, dear, that's wrong. Yeah, he's so yeah, clever, yeah, isn't he? <laughs> what's his option? Bron Breaker. I'll go with Bron Breaker. Why not? No, dear, okay. that's wrong. Indy Hartwell? Indy Hartwell, Hartwell is the correct answer. Uh, why? Is that because Candice LeRae is her mom? <laughs> is that the correct <laughs> ah. No, I know that's not obviously a real mom. I'm not stupid. <laughs> You're not my Come real on. mom. You're not my real mom. Speaking of that, big fan of Simon Miller, Indy Hartwell. Oh, yeah, big fan. Oh, my God, is it Simon Miller? Yes. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Just go say hi, Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't bring herself to go. Go say hi, TV to wrestler Indy yeah. Hartwell <laughs> and WWE star. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, still one nail to fill. Um, question four. 
again, this is a makes lot me of... laugh that. <laughs> oh man, it out for me. If you've ever met Simon Miller, you know he's the not that man at all who has no. would have any. That man would feel like he'd probably come in this room right now. And yes, he is obviously the star of everything yes. in our world. But wouldn't he would no. very much come in here and be like. Oh, it's you guys. Like you're the guys who are the guys. No, we're not. Yeah. It's not us. It's definitely yeah, take you. All three microphones. It's definitely. Simon Miller. Yeah, have all <laughs> three. Your show now. Would you like my wallet? <laughs> uh, question four: Why didn't the Undertaker's mother like Triple H? This sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> doesn't it? it does. This is according to uh, the. I can't remember where I read it online. I read it somewhere. Because <laughs> she was a, someone who made it. Yeah, but like, who Because <laughs> she was his. Sledge Mama. <laughs> That's good. Well, it could hey. be one of the options. Hey. Oh, please don't tell me it's one of the options. Is it his mustache? Uh. Is it his use of the sledgehammer? Wait, didn't the Undertaker's parents die in a fire when he was? Oh little? yeah. Oh, they? Who didn't like whose parents? Undertaker didn't like Triple H's. Triple Undertaker H's didn't plays. like Undertaker's mother didn't like Triple H ah, because of right. his mustache, okay. his use of a sledgehammer, his finisher, the pedigree, or telling people the. Suck it. Is that like, is this a shoot? Or I think that's more That's like, what I've read on the song. According to the internet, it's a shoot. Yeah. Oh, I... Oh. That sounds rubbish, doesn't it? Uh, hello, Nicholas. Um, hello, Nicholas. <laughs> hello, Nicholas. <laughs> uh, the suck it. Yeah, go on, why not? Just for you. Suck it. No, dear, that's wrong. Oh, dear. It isn't because he says... Say this thing, mate, Um, What were the other ones? Mustache, pedigree, sledgehammer, pedigree. Uh, let's go. Maybe she's a dog mustache. fan. Maybe she's a dog fan, though. Maybe. No, dear, Pedigree. that's wrong. Pedigree. Sledgehammer. It was the sledgehammer. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Sledge Mama though. Not a Peter Gabriel fan. Hey. Um, question. Question five. Which wrestler's mother? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go again as well, but I realised we'd derail him. Which you could have. Which wrestler's Sledgehammer. <laughs> Mother, forced them to change their gimmick after talking to the BBC. <laughs> Which wrestler's mother forced them to change their gimmick after talking to the BBC? Was Wait, it who talked to the BBC? The mo- mother or the the mother? Okay, Sami Zayn, Sheamus, Kofi Kingston, or John Cena? Nicholas, Sheamus, BBC, Sheamus. No, dear, that's wrong. I mean, it's logical. Yeah. What were the other ones? Why? What's the BBC John doing Cena. with any of these oh. people? <laughs> <laughs> Sami Zayn, Kofi, or Cena? Oh, my God. Uh, Cena. Maybe that's why we lost rapper Cena. <laughs> it was because oh. of his mum. No, dear, that's wrong. Do you want the story behind this? Kofi Kingston's accent. It is. Oh, of course. The BBC rang him and went, you're from Jamaica, right? And she went, <laughs> no, of course I'm not from Jamaica. Oh, God. And then she rang Kofi and was like, so I've just talked to the biggest broadcasters in the United Kingdom and may have kind of... going to need some more about this because what are the BBC doing ringing, the <laughs> ringing Kofi's mum? Kofi's mum. Just to act, like someone in BBC is going, I, I'm telling you, it's a real accent. It's a real <laughs> accent. And I'm like, go on, I, I've got a number here. Just ring her, find out. In a recent interview with the BBC in the United Kingdom, <laughs> Kofi Kingston's mother, Elizabeth, who is head of a Ghanaian American organization in the US revealed that Kofi is not really Jamaican. Okay. I told him, Kofi, your cousins watch you on TV in Ghana and want to know why you don't say you're from Ghana. He said, Tell him it's the business. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him it's the business, kid. <laughs> That's wow. incredible. There you go. Oh yeah, there we go. There's the there's the article. Wrestling's Jamaican star from Ghana. <laughs> ah, there you go. They, 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 so, Leslie... Goff- All worked out for the better, I'd say. Yeah, I think so, in the end. <laughs> I'm not sure Kofi Mania hits the same. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm not sure there is a Kofi Mania. <laughs> no, otherwise, actually. Hey, here's an interesting one. Bonus question. No Hello. points online. Uh, in the, when this article was written, he'd lost one match. Who'd he lost it to? Mm. So when was this written? 2nd of July, 2008. Oh, God. John Morrison. Good Tri- guess. Triple Not H. Right. Shelton Benjamin. Ooh. Shelton Benjamin, there you go. I was trying to think of that ECW era. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> so desperate is... 
Kofi Sardoki Mensa to become wrestling's next superstar. He's willing to deny who he is. Right, it's not the revelation you think it is. It's just going to be that Triple H. real sad, real BBC <laughs> wrestling isn't real. Yeah, yeah BBC. <laughs> what is this atrocity? Fake? Uh, right, I think 1-0 to Phil after 5. Oh, we're doing really well. Yeah, I think yeah. it was quite similar to when Jim Ross was here doing the quiz, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question 6. Right. Behave on this one. Here we go. What do you have to do with nice. the rock? <laughs> what do you have to do with the rock's mum to get a picture? <laughs> Is it? Oh God! Donate to charity, sing a song, do an impression, or hula. Oh, oh, well. I cannot be I'll trusted. I cannot. I'll, I'll give you that one. In the words of Jose Mourinho, if I speak, <laughs> I am in big trouble. Bill. And I do not want to be a big, big to trouble. Charity. No, dear, that's wrong. Doesn't <laughs> care about you. <laughs> nope. Sing a song, do an impression, or hula. Do an impression of who? The Rock, maybe. The Rock's man. Stop copying that. Stop copying me. Stop copying me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just do the whole thing again. Questions and uh, what do you have to do with the rock's mum to get a picture? <laughs> Sing a song, do oh, an impression, or hula. <laughs> Sing a song, do an impression, or hula. Um, yeah, a hula, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Moving swiftly on. <laughs> what is the name of Drew McIntyre's sword named after his mother? Is it Angela, Pamela, Sandra, or Rita? You prick. <laughs> God damn it. I was really proud of that one. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> Angela? Pass. Sandra <laughs> or Rita. As I continue, by the way, you know. Angela. <laughs> Angela. <laughs> Angela. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two one. Put it back in. Yeah. Uh, question eight. Cody Rhodes invited which AEW star's mother to SmackDown last year? Uh, Ricky Starks, MJF, Kenny Omega, or Orange Cassidy? Phil. Ricky Starks. Come on, Phil. No, dear, that's wrong. MJF, Omega, Orange Cassidy. What was the question again? <laughs> uh, Cody Rhodes invited which AW star's mother to SmackDown last year? Last year. <clears throat> okay. So it's MJF, Orange Cassidy, or Kenny Omega. MJF. Yay! Hey. Hello. Is the correct answer. So it's like, what's that? She hates him, doesn't she? She hates her own son. <laughs> <laughs> so what better way <laughs> exactly than to go to the other company? I think they were in Long the Island. I do. <laughs> uh, Phil, you need to get these two to, to tie it all, all right. up. Come on, Phil. We can do this. We can get you back to level. <laughs> so picture the scene. John Cena is playing around with his, his brothers and sisters, right, as a child. Which of these wasn't an item they were playing with when Cena's mother allegedly caught them. I love this story. A knife, a chainsaw, a sledgehammer, or a rolling pin. So three of those things they were just mucking about with. Like you do. I feel like you've taken rolling pin from a discussion we had <laughs> in the office this afternoon. <laughs> about joke Bill, villains. <laughs> knife. No, on, dear, Phil. that's knife wrong. is very obvious. <laughs> I just like the idea of a sledgehammer, rolling pin, and chainsaw game. Like they're all like rock, paper, together. scissors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. It's chainsaw, set hammer in. Rolling pin. Rolling pin. Yeah. Why not? Um, final question for you. Okay. Question 10. Just for four. All you, Phil. If you get this right, it's worth all the all the... Points. <laughs> all of them. All it's of worth them. all of the points. Three points, I think. As long as it's a draw. Yeah. <laughs> That's the what is the name of WoW's mother-daughter tag team? Who's what? 
women are wrestling. Oh, wow. Okay, I thought you meant not thinking of an actual wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Have I missed something on NXT 2.0? Is it? <clears throat> oh, God. The Mar and the Star. Okay, good. Parental Guidance. Good. Also good. Mother Truckers. Uh, or MILFs are us. Oh, you did rank them in order, didn't you? Of like yeah. finesse. <laughs> <laughs> Subtlety. Well, the best name I'd say would be Parental Guidance. I think it's right up there. So I'll go with that. Why not? No, dear, I that's wrong. I came up with that. I came up with Parental Please Guidance. It's not the last one. I think it might be the, the man, the, the star. Actually, where's the, where's the promotion based? Women of wrestling. America, yeah. yeah. So maybe not the well, man the star. AJ Leader's commentary. Although maybe this, I've already committed the man the star now, so I feel like if I pull it back. You know what, it doesn't matter, I'm going to change your mind because I've already... Uh... Paul Ma, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. Me ma. ma. I'm the star. Tell me ma, me star. Like, t- tell me ma, me ma. Um, what was the other two? <laughs> Mother truckers or milfs are us. <laughs> <laughs> I will go with Mother Truckers. Yay! Yay. It was Just Mother be better truckers. than that, man. Come on. <laughs> be more creative. You want parental guidance parental is really good. You deserve... Yeah, that's good. You yeah. deserve... The other one. There you are. It's kind of like yeah, a minor ones. pat. There you are. Push for time. And I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Come on. Got stuff go. to do yeah. today. <laughs> Low uh, hat and fruit and all yeah. that. <laughs> Congratulations to Adam Nicholas, the winner of this week's quiz. <laughs> Let us know how you got on on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow the winner of this week's quiz, Adam Nicholas, at... It's Adam Nicholas. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow the host of today's quiz at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling uh, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadley Boys yesterday sat down to draw up with votes... From you, the greatest WrestleMania card ever. Eight matches that kind of run the entire gamut of what is required at WrestleMania. So do go and check that out. Um, But once again, my thanks um, to George for our delicious beverages today. My thanks to Phil Chambers, to Adam Nicholas. Thank you for joining us. This has been WrestleCulture. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you soon. Wrestle God was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! And then...